You may have heard about non-medication approaches. You may be investigating. You may be skeptical. You may be a believer. Wherever you are in the journey, you got to listen to this episode because we're going to talk about some of the myths and just why these non-medication approaches are so much better than psychiatric medications. Hi, I'm Dr. Roseanne, and I'm a mental health trailblazer. And join me as we have real conversations about real and natural solutions to kids' mental health. And today, we are talking about all of the smack I hear about non-medication approaches and just how powerful they can be. So let's dive in. Hey, this is It's Gonna Be Okay with Dr. Roseanne. And we're gonna be talking about something really, hello, it's my life's work. Cutting through the noise and the doubts about the efficacy of non-medication approaches, right? So pretty much every day of my life, <laughs> I have a conversation about, you know, do these things work? What's going on? And, and uh, you know, so today I'm going to be talking about some of the myths, some of the research, and of course, answering questions along the way if you're joining me live. But today I actually started my day off talking to a psychiatrist. <laughs> Sometimes that would be a bad day, but actually it was a psychiatrist, of course, from another country. And they were like, well, I'm first going to be teaching people about exercise and diet. And I was like, well, that's great because I'm just going to tell you, I completely don't believe I'm totally opposed to medication as the first line of defense. And he was like, me too. And I was like, great. Okay. So nice to hear that. Obviously, he was much younger than me. So there's some more information getting out there in the world. So let's talk about non-medication approaches. What are they? What do they look like? There's a lot of names. Sometimes it's complementary alternative medicine camp. Sometimes it's integrative approaches. Sometimes it's holistic. They're all the same thing. They're all under the same umbrella. And really, it's any approach for me that regulates the nervous system, that teaches skills, that doesn't involve psychiatric medication of any shape or form. And please know that ADD meds are psychiatric medications. These are uh, medications that as much as people think there is no harm to them, there can be. But let's go into the different parts about it. And you know, before I get started, everyone always contacts me. I'm super grateful that so many people from all over the world fly in, drive in, contact me. Sometimes you're just doing a diagnostic assessment. Sometimes you're working one-on-one. -on -one. But wherever you are, and if you want to work one-on-one, -on -one, you're really serious about getting rid of all the things that are holding your child back, holding you back. You can go to drrosanne.com forward slash help. We only work with a very small amount of people in our six-month one-to-one program where we just provide an unbelievable level of care that you're just not finding anywhere else in the world. So drrosanne.com forward slash help. And really, that's for people who are just sort of sick and tired of being sick and tired and want to do things. So... Let's talk about how non-medication approaches regulate the brain. So as I said, it's all about self-regulation. And, and know that in next month, we're going to really dive into a lot of things about self-regulation because it seems to be the unified thing that is coming out where people need it, whether it's for their kids, their teenagers, themselves, its organizations. People are feeling very dysregulated. The world has a hum to it. So... How do they regulate the brain? What I love about non-medication approaches is that if we step back 
hopefully we are doing our due diligence and we're checking under the hood. If you heard me recently, I talked about doing QEG brain maps and how much I love them. And I think they're just, just unbelievable. Brain map with me is better than a psychic reading (laughs) because I really can shortcut, tell you exactly what's going on and really get you to where you need. And so with non-medication approaches, the goal is pills, not skills, and really getting in there and teaching a person behavioral strategies, but also utilizing things like neurotastic multi-mag brain formula, which is this unbelievable formula that has glycine and l 3 and magnesium, most used nutrient in the body is going to calm the nervous system. So whether it's supplements, right, you can go to drrosanne.com forward slash magnesium, or whether it's things like magnesium, and I always, we started with it, and I always talk about it because it's so needed. But it also can be things like GABA and inositol and other commerce, right? Some of my I have a few women that are having hormone dysregulation and largely because they're in adrenal burnout. So we do add adaptogens and different things to help support their hormone system and the bring the adrenal back during the day and reverse that profile. Non-medication approaches, the goal should be calming and regulating. So our brain behavior reset is about calming the nervous system, all of my work. It doesn't matter if you're you know, buying the book or you're doing a course or you're in our Combrain community. It's all about teaching self-regulation. And there are many ways to do that. And we always think it's just medication because maybe that's your provider and all they've been trained because that's really what they've been trained. I started off with the joke about the psychiatrist, but Again, he's from another country, Europe, that valued wellness and lifestyle. And it's really important. And you get to see that. I think that's important. We don't always value that in our country. I can say that because I'm a first generation American. I've spent a lot of time in Italy and other countries. And we have to learn that bringing lifestyle in is really how we teach the brain. So other forms of non-medication besides supplements, neurofeedback, great, PMF, great. At what? Self-regulating the brain, pulling you into a parasympathetic state. That's why they're so effective and how they're different. But don't forget, there is no magic wand of behavioral change. We all think that psychiatric medication is a magic wand to behavior change. How does a pill teach skills? Aha moment. It doesn't. And so we have to regulate the nervous system, come in with new learning. Maybe that's executive functioning training. Maybe that's trauma therapy. Maybe that's ERP for OCD. You have to teach something different. A dyslexic having more reading help as we do neurofeedback and regulate their nervous system. That is critical, right? You're not going to get the outcome you want unless you slow down and teach the skill to yourself. Teach a skill to your child, whoever needs to learn. And these are things that can be taught. That's what all the work is about. So let's talk about myths about natural therapies, because this is my, unfortunately, I spend a lot of time, 80% of the people I work with, I still have to convince one of the two people that come to me, right? A parent, you know, a relationship, the partner. I still have to spend so much time convincing the other 20% of people are already believers and practicers of holistic therapies. And that is is hard. And it's part of what I do. And I'm really good at it. So like, that's why people come and work with us one on one, but we have to start believing. So my number one myth is that these non medication approaches are just not as effective as 
pills, as psychiatric pills. I think one of my greatest examples is my pans pandas families every day. Even the ones that are holistic are like, what do you think? Should I try an SSRI? And I'm like, well, hold on. This is an infection in the cases of my infection induced people. This is infection induced. Why do we need an SSRI? They're not crazy or disturbed or dysregulated. These are all words that people use. And I'm a pan's mom, so I can I can say that it's from truly a biochemical component. It is because of infection. So let's get the right treatment for the right cause. So these treatments are very effective. And my other myth is there's not a lot of research. There is a lot of research. This is why I started this in the early 90s, people, because I, you know, you heard the story, I went down to the bottom of the library and pulled up the microfiche. And I learned about things like nutrition and supplements and different exercises and therapeutic techniques. So don't forget, therapy is a non-medication approach. And a lot of times we have this misnomer that you just take the pill and you don't do therapy. People come to me and they don't want to do therapy or coaching when they're doing neurofeedback or PMF. And people will say cockamamie things to me like, well, I want to see if it works. How is it going to work if you're not going to pair it with change, right? Like we need to change. Are non-medication therapies, psychiatric medications as effective? There's lots of research in every area. Um, Lyme disease is a really common one because, you know, tick-borne illness is a big cause of PANS, but it's a lot of psychiatric issues. And yes, right, one of the questions is here in the comments, I'm going to pull this up, is that do I feel that a child can fully recover from PANS and PANDAS without neurofeedback? First of all, that's a loaded question because each person needs an individual response. I do not believe a person can fully heal with PANS and PANDAS. This is my clinical expertise without purposeful calming and self-regulation of the nervous system. Absolutely. When you talk about brain maps, and let's talk about a brain map. And I actually, this was like completely not planned. Let's talk about an example of a brain map so that you can see it, an example. So we're talking about natural solution success stories, but this is a post-COVID. Let's talk about a post-COVID brain. So this is somebody that had long-term neuropsychiatric conditions, already was a neurodivergent, by the way. And so they had post-COVID brain fog, very serious depression. So the top, blue means the brain is off, green means it came back online, yellow and red means it's overactive, right? So this is only somebody who did 20 sessions of neurofeedback, but basically their brain was off. They had tried a variety of psychiatric medications. They had tried uh, exercise. They tried a lot of things and their brain couldn't come back on. Now, I can't say that that's the case for everybody. I'm not willing to do that. And, and you know, I love neurofeedback, but I have a lot of people who do everything but and then do neurofeedback and come back online. I can't deny that in the efficacy of how that works and how that supports the brain. But we have to regulate the brain. And again, in doing these in these myths about what are myths about some of these therapies, we question each therapy. Is this therapy the thing that's going to do it? And usually one of the greatest myths of anything in mental health is there's one fix. Sorry, getting out my magic wand. It's there's not one fix. Most of the time, it's a synergy of multiple things at the same time. Why? 
So let's talk about anxiety. Let's talk about ADHD, right? So I almost never have somebody with ADHD that doesn't have some level of anxiety. I say that all the time because they're so used to somebody telling them what to do that they kind of like they get nervous and also they care, right? And they feel like they're not performing as well at work. They're not performing as well at school, their relationships at home, whatever. So when you have this level of distress, you're going to overuse nutrients. So you're not going to have as much enough uh, vitamin D, very common one, the minerals, zinc, magnesium, iron. And so when we add in natural therapies, they can help, but they can bring the body back. But then is that the only thing that's going to happen? Maybe that one thing I've had people have, you know, give up gluten and their lives completely change. Now, that could be that they really had an underlying case of celiac. So you have to look at what there is there first and then make a path and a decision. But I hope that answers your question. As much as I love neurofeedback, I think it's amazing. I have had people heal without it, but we've done very intentful, purposeful things like PEMF. And that's why I added it and whatnot and make really concrete lifestyle changes. Now, I've had people, again, who are like, I had somebody who is a healer come to me and she was spending like five to six hours of her day doing self-care to regulate her nervous system. She could only see a few people to work in a day. She had fixed her infections. Absolutely. All of it was regulated. And she just can go over the hump. She did neurofeedback. She did PEMF. And her life changed. She was able to get back to work. She was able to do, do be able to restore all the things that she did before she got a tick-borne infection. And she was quite amazed. And again, she's a healer who teaches people on how to regulate. She you know, uses um, Reiki, all types of different therapies. And that was her job. So lots of anecdotal components, but ultimately, what does it require? It requires a multi-pronged approach. Hey, parents, are you navigating the challenges of raising a child with ADHD, anxiety, or behavioral issues? Well, I've created a webinar just for you, self Regulation Parenting Strategies. And in this webinar, we're going to explore practical tools to help your child manage their emotions, increase focus, and of course, improve behavior. We'll dive into techniques that are not only effective, but nurturing and supportive for your child. Parenting is a journey and you don't have to walk it alone. Register for this free workshop at drrosanne.com forward slash regulated and join a community of parents just like you who are looking for effective and natural solutions to help your child thrive. That's D-R-R-O-S-E-A-N-N.com forward slash regulated. One of the greatest myths about holistic non-medication therapies is they take a long time to work. Like people will sometimes make an appointment and cancel like, I don't have time for this. I've got to just get a pill and and that's going to work faster. Hello. I mean, who takes a pill and it works immediately? It just doesn't happen. And a couple of things with that is one, particularly when you're using psychiatric medications like SSRIs, these take a long time to even get to a therapeutic dose. And even when you get to a therapeutic dose, most of the time, 
I rarely see people trying one med. They might not get it right because there's no science involved. You know, it's spaghetti in the wall. They might do three or four medications out. And then there might be side effects that you have to layer on. Not true, right? The other part of things that even if some of these medications work, like sometimes your ADD medications can really kick in and all of a sudden you get focused, they have a negative side effect, right? So a big fallacy is that there's no side effects of these medications. 100% of people on ADD meds, 100% will have one or more side effects. Some of them are mild, some of them are moderate, some of them are very severe. You've heard me talk about I've had multiple cases of psychosis. I've actually had people who are stuck in a psychotic state after trying a psychiatric medications. Remember, these things can awaken genetic variants. So as well as tick-borne infection and other infections and mold and things like that. But we think that all of these things take a long time. And really, sometimes these things can be immediate, whether it's neurofeedback or PMF, or hello, diet or a probiotic. Like I've had people call me and say, holy cow, Dr. Bro, you know, you have me on a hundred billion probiotic and I feel totally different. Is that possible? Yes. So we can't say this across the board, people. You're not doing this on your own. You are getting care from a provider. Do it yourself is okay at a certain point, but you have a serious clinical issue. Please don't do do it yourself mental health. You want to work with a provider who really knows what you're doing. I think that is incredibly, incredibly important. So they can be highly effective. They can take a long time. Sometimes, no matter what you're doing, it's going to take a long time for symptom resolution. I always talk about what are the changes in in frequency, duration, right? We want to make sure that people are looking for micro changes. Again, no magic wand. Get over that. It's not happening. It doesn't matter if you're doing holistic therapies. It doesn't do if you're psychiatric medication or behavioral work. A good 30 days before you're doing anything is important. Yes, Elena says, look for little victories. Can we just celebrate that? That's amazing. The people who do the best, in my experience, working one-on-one are the people who see the positives because we train our brain to see it. Yes, So somebody says, yes, holistic care takes time. And again, holistic care, anything, behavioral work, doesn't matter what therapy you're doing. Stop this idea that you're putting a pill on and it's magic. It's just not going to happen. Yes. Now, here's what I want to say about holistic therapies. Because we don't deal with, typically deal with side effects. Because we're regulating the brain right away, at least the holistic therapies I'm using, we actually see a much quicker effect, like dramatically quicker. And if I can get parents to let go of their freaking worry, which, hello, you know, I'm a special needs mom times two, but just embrace and be present and say, this is a decision that I made. A higher power has put me here, right? I've had so many people be like, you know, whatever religion you are, but I've had people say like, the Lord put me here or God put me here because I did a Google search and I found you. And I would love to hear that. Yes, we get led and we have our own inner voice and we need to pay better attention to that. And when we make a decision, whatever it is, You've got to honor it, work with that provider, stick with it. Look for those little victories. Somebody has a question about QEEG. What can you see in a QEEG? Can your child has Lyme or mold? So as I talked about, go back and listen to the episode about QEEGs. So a QEEG with me is not what you're going to find 
anywhere else. So I'm not going to say that you're going to find this elsewhere because sometimes people come back and upset saying, I went to this provider, I did a QEG and it was like, you know, useless. So you are coming to me because I have 32 years of clinical experience. End of story. When you deal with somebody who's got 32 years of clinical experience, I just know a lot. I've seen a lot. And this is why I'm training other people and going to be doing a mastermind in 2024. But you can go to drrosanne.com forward slash help if you would like to get a brain map. But I can see when there are certain kinds of infections. Absolutely. I do not know anybody else doing that work. I don't. So what do I do? I send you for to a medical provider, somebody who, who I recommend and trust, and you are getting verified for that. Great example is one of my long-term clients, somebody, the entire family came to see me. She's super holistic, love them. So they were like, we just want to do this for the whole family. And there's some question of of seizures in one of the kids who has tick-borne infection or whatever. So they really wanted to see what was going on. And they also really wanted, I was like, you need a Lyme literate neurologist before you go off, you know, to their standard standard neurologist, um, because they don't understand the point of tick-borne infection. So we have a baseline, which is amazing. And now we'll be able to see what is happening. Was there a resurgence? Was there a new infection? What happened? So that brain map becomes valuable. But again, we do have a medical provider. We are not messing around. It's seizures. You're getting a neurologist. End of story. But you can really see an incredible amount in a QEG brain map. And QEG brain maps in and of themselves are therapeutic. They're my favorite point of that non-medication approach. Because when you come to me, I guide you to exactly what are the best therapies for you. And no two people have the same protocol. But however, everybody needs to calm and regulate that nervous system, right? I think I think there's such myths about how to calm and regulate the nervous system. And yes, there is a very small percentage of people who require psychiatric medication, but we're never doing important diagnostic work. Very rarely does anybody do any diagnostic work to determine, is this really needed? And they're not, you know, standard providers are not ruling out tick-borne infection. Other things can look like ADD or anxiety, and they're just not getting into really what is the right path. And that's why so many people go from provider to provider to provider. And by the time they get to me, of course, they're a little tapped out, a little skeptical and all of those things. But when you're talking about non-medication approaches, you can feel good. The research is very solid, depending on what you're looking at from supplements to nutrition, to neurofeedback, to PMF, to exercise, the different types of psychotherapies. The list goes on. If I didn't mention something, it doesn't mean there's not research, but there are things that only have a small amount of research. Maybe it's a newer approach or or there's not a lot of funding around it. The, the NIH has refused to do a large-scale study on neurofeedback, despite having one of the greatest influencers of mental health in modern times, Bessel van der Kolk, pushing it so hard that he's actually sort of alienated himself in that world, right? He's an MD who really believes in neurofeedback after being one of the lead investigators of the therapies for people who at 9-11. And what happened was he was working for a pharma company and they did research to say, hey, what is actually helping people? And <laughs> pharma 
psychiatric medications, I believe was number 34 on the list. So he was in shock. He, he said there were things on there that he had never heard of. Somatic therapy, uh, acupuncture, you know, he, he was like incredible. And so when he saw how efficacious this was for tens of thousands of people with one of the greatest traumatic events of all time, he literally said, like, he, he swears more than I do, if that's even possible, if you're hanging out with me. But he said he was full of beans and he had to redo his entire career because of that. You know, Google Bessel van der Kolk, he wrote this amazing book called The Body Keeps Score. And that's, you know, trauma is a dysregulated body. Your body's holding on to all this trauma. So I hope I got you thinking. You had some questions. I know everybody's always got questions about QEG. I am going to be monitoring if you're live. We're going to be monitoring the threads. Absolutely. If you are interested in working with us, you can go to drrosanne.com forward slash help. But consider adding natural therapies. Start with one, if you're new, if you're doing it yourself, one, and then do the 30 days. And remember that as we regulate the nervous system, it's easier to change behaviors. I mean, it is. I do it all the time. That is really the key to helping kids do better in school, not fight as much, having employees be more focused and productive, You know, having a better relationship. Whatever your goal is, you've got to regulate you got to come in with new learning. We can't keep doing the same thing. So I hope this was powerful. I hope you're like 2024 is right behind us and you are looking for new strategies, new ways of doing things. And remember, I'm going to say this all the time. Einstein says the definition of insanity is to do the same thing over and over and expect a different result. And so if we're using all these therapies and you're sort of, you know, marginal, okay, there's still a lot of friction, you've got to do something different. And guess what? Non-medication approaches, they got so much research behind them. There's so much to do. And so I hope you're inspired and feel hopeful because we all need hope. And that is so important. And I'm going to leave this off that somebody says, I appreciate all the info. Thanks for the gratitude. I've been doing PMF for a week so far. Amazing. Keep doing it. Keep doing it. Reminds me I'm going to do mine right now. So be well and everybody health to you and your entire family. Parenting is hard and there are so many ups and downs. And I know you have questions and fears and worries about what's next, what you should do, what's going to happen to them in their future. And today, I hope that I dispelled some myths and you learned just how effective non-medication approaches can be because they calm and regulate the nervous system without any nasty side effects. And boy, do they have a lot of research behind them. So... As you enter into the next year or the next few days, pick one and stick with it for the next 30 days. You need the right solution to help your child be successful at home school, and life. And that's why I've created the Solution Matcher. Go to drrosanne.com forward slash help, D-R-R-O-S-E-A-N-N -N forward slash help to get the right solution for where you're at.